And I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Kim Moody. Kia ora, Kim. There's calls for a rethink of the retail power sector. Kia ora, Charlotte. High profits in the electricity industry shows a broken structure which needs to be reviewed, according to Consumer NZ. Meridian Contact Genesis and Mercury made a collective $2.7 billion in operating profits in the just-ended financial year. Consumer says the big four had a record rise in earnings at a time when households are facing severe financial pressures. Chief Executive John Duffy says the electricity reforms made 25 years ago delivered a structure that is fundamentally flawed. I think it is really time for us to kind of go back 25 years and look at the Bradford reforms and go, you know, what were the goals of those reforms? Has enough time passed now, a quarter of a century? I think it probably has, that we have a good look at those and go, did they achieve what they set out to? They've certainly made generators profitable. So if that, if that, if that was a goal, good, tick. But you know, are, are those generators profiting at the expense of, you know, reasonably priced electricity for New Zealand consumers and, and, and small businesses? John Duffy says power companies are raking in profits of around $7.4 million every day. A private Auckland-based investment firm, WAF, is looking to build a sizeable stake in the rural services group Allied Farmers. WAF is aiming to buy more than 1.6 million shares at 71.5 cents each. That's a premium of more than 5% to yesterday's allied closing price of 68 cents a share. WAF emerged from the shadows when it revealed it had built a stake of more than 14% in recent months. Allied's chief executive Richard Milson says the offer is a win-win for Allied as WAF isn't seeking a seat at the board and plans to continue being a passive investor. For our shareholders it provides a, a window of liquidity and it'll help us as a company reduce compliance costs of managing quite a thinly spread share register. Allied's got a large number of shareholders that hold quite small, almost uneconomic parcels. And so for some of those people that are looking for liquidity, you know, this will be really welcome. And for us as a company and remaining shareholders, it'll reduce compliance costs. And so I think it's a bit of a win-win for everyone. Now, if WAF's offer succeeds, its holding will rise to 19.99%. That's below the threshold before a full offer would be triggered by the takeover's code. A financial advisory service is urging people to take a closer look at what their KiwiSaver is funding amid investment levels in harmful companies hitting an all-time high. A report by the responsible investing group Mindful Money shows funds invested in oil, gas and coal have increased to $3.2 billion, with the doubling in exploration and new field development. Almost 9% of total KiwiSaver funding was in companies invested in fossil fuels, gambling, alcohol, animal cruelty and areas of digital harm. National Capital's director Clive Fernandez says people don't have to choose between high returns and ethical or ESG investing. When ESG investing started, there was a fear that you had to choose between either the two. You had to choose between, hey, do I want to invest ethically or do I want to make money? I think it has been proven now, and we can see in the in the numbers ourselves, that actually you don't have to choose between the two. We're seeing most of our top-rated funds in our research are both 
giving the investors good returns and have got very high ESG rankings. That's Clive Fernandez of National Capital. The transport and logistics company Move Logistics is showing every confidence in its shipping services. The Trans-Tasman shipping service started in January and Move began regular scheduled services in June. The company posted a bigger annual loss of $7.2 million as customer demand eased in line with tougher economic conditions. Move Chief Executive Craig Evans says the focus is on building the Trans-Tasman shipping service to help the company grow. Our shipping service doesn't go to the main ports um, where that competition has driven the rates down. We're more regional ports. Um, up in the upper catchments of uh, um, Queensland and Tasmania for that matter. So we have quite a differential product offering in that space. That's Move Logistics Chief Executive Craig Evans. A steep decline in the number of residential building consents is not likely to be a sign of a pending collapse in the sector, a Westpac economist says. Stats NZ figures show 43,500 new homes were consented in the year ended July. That's down about 14% on the previous year. High construction costs and rising interest rates led to the drop from elevated levels. Westpac senior economist Satish Ranchod says despite the slip, the sector should get through. If we look at the trend over the last few months, things have generally been flattening off across all categories. I think over the coming year we're likely to see a, an important stabilisation in that multi-unit and apartments category. That's the sector where investor and buyer sentiment really matters. And with the housing market stabilising, people becoming a little less nervous about some of those headwinds, that could be a sector that could see a bit more strength. Satish Franchon says non-residential consent values grew nearly 13% over the year with strength in new office space and storage buildings. Right, let's get the latest from the markets now. We're joined by Belinda Stanley of Craig's Investment Partners. Kia ora Belinda, how's the market looking today? Uh, Kia ora, Kim. Well, the market's down 28 points. It's down about a quarter of a percent at 11,492, um, despite those offshore markets uh, finishing in positive territory this morning. And it's those power companies that are putting a bit of pressure on our index today. Uh, with that Consumer Commission news this morning, we've got Contact Energy. They're down over 1%, down 11 cents to 8.25. Uh, Mercury's down 6 cents to 6.27. That's about 1%. And uh, Meridian down 7 cents at $5.00. 30, that's about 1.3%. Um, just looking at some of those other stocks in the news today, Allied uh, Farmers, no trades there today. It's a, a fairly small um, illiquid stock in our market. Uh, Move Logistics just down 1 cent at 75 cents. And just some other leaders there, A2 Milk's down 7 at 5.05. Got Auckland Airport just down 1 at 7.88. Um, EBOS is up 10 cents at 37.58. Fletch Building's down 2 at 4.89. Fish and Paykel Healthcare, they're up 19 cents at 22.59. Um, we've got Main Freight down 79 cents at 66.21. Port of Tauranga down at six dollars, and uh, Spark they are just up one cent at five oh three. And looking to Australia, are they faring any better in their first half hour of trading today? 
Well, the market's pretty flat over there. It's down one point at 7,295. We've just got those uh, resources stocks uh, putting a bit of pressure on the index there. So BHP, they're down 24 at 44.49. Rio Tinto's down 26 at 111.94. Other stocks just trading a bit higher. We've got... um, uh, Coles up nine cents at sixteen thirty three. CSL's up eight cents at two seventy one ninety six. Telstra's up four at four oh one. Uh, Westpac they're up fifteen cents at twenty one eighty seven. And Zero's up forty four cents at one twenty three twenty four. And our dollar, how's that trading today? A little bit mixed against most of our trading partners. The US dollar we're at point five nine five five. Against the pound we're up slightly at four point point uh, four six. Eight two, the euros at 0.5445. The Australian dollar we're down at 0.9181. The yuan is at 4.34, and the yen they're at 86.98. Uh, 90-day bank bills they're steady today at 5.68%, and that five-year swap rate down uh, at 4.68%. Brent spot oils at 86.72 a barrel. And gold's reasonably strong. It's at two seventy five at one thousand nine hundred and forty five dollars nine cents an ounce. Kia ora for your time, Belinda. That's Belinda Stanley of Craig's Investment Partners. Another business news today, medicinal cannabis company Rua Bioscience has made a deal to supply Denmark's Schroll Medical with products. The deal includes cultivation, manufacture and supply of the medicinal cannabis products, though the value of the deal has not been disclosed. Rua says the partnership with Schroll Medical is another positive step. Schroll Medical has been a certified cultivator and manufacturer of medicinal cannabis, flower and full-spectrum products since 2018. And cleaners at Auckland Airport will strike for one hour this afternoon after their employer OCS offered no pay increase in recent negotiations. We'll bring you a wrap of the day's business news and numbers around half past five in Checkpoint. For now, Charlotte, that's business. Kia ora, thank you very much, Kim.